voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine with radio news from a national perspective, call-in and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio. We didn't know we had a little problem there for a second, but it's okay. Here we are. This is, what, seven, six, seven, what is it? 667. 667. Jeff, thank you for coming to my rescue there. I didn't expect that little problem we had there for just half a second, but we're okay now. And here we are. And we'll go on. We can always add that to the mix. That's not a big deal. Well, we got a real busy show tonight, Jeff. Uh, we certainly do. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. Follow that up with uh, Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And, of course, we've got a voice uh, feed, voice and feedback thing from our buddy out in, Hulls, out in Missouri, John Wesley Smith. Now, after that, we have a feature on uh, WCFL. And if you like news, I used to love their news. The Voice of Labor, Harry Roberts, WCFL from October of 1967. And we're going to do something a little bit different. Normally, we do our classic air check at the uh, after this, but we're doing a thing on AI or artificial intelligence. And something that Futury is doing is called Chat or Radio or Chat GPT or Radio GPT. And can the Radio GPT or can the artificial voice replace the DJ? It's going to be very interesting because. It's very, very scary. When you hear this, I think you'll see what I mean. And we also have a part of that feature is this a portion of an article by Sean Ross that I had, and I used one of the voices from Eleven Labs IO named Rachel to read this part of the article. So it's it's pretty cool. And and then finally we're gonna we are going to have a classic air check, and uh, and it's I forgot what it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to I'll defer to you, Bill and Dave and oh Dick Birch on WCBS FM in New York City from 1971, and then we're also going to have uh, Dave Will. Is that the name of the guy, Bill? Will Will W I L L S. See, that's I'm not into sports, but he's we're going to talk about him as well. So sorry about me being a little disorganized here, but hey, that's the way it is. So we'll turn it over to you, Bill. That is true, and so I don't have any real Andy Radio news this week, so we'll skip over that segment. I thought, I thought, Bill, I saw something, and I didn't read it because I I just saw it, that there were there are some stations that might be sold in Indy, so you'll have to keep your eye on that. I will get on that and get on it today and see what's going on. Did you see that from Radio Insight? I did. So I've got all of those. I don't know. I was watching too much basketball today. I think that's my excuse. It was either Radio Inside or Inside Radio, one of the two. One of the two. I've got them both. But that was my fault because I was just watching basketball and baseball today. But I had gotten my other work done. 
No, 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 no. So, okay, so it's time for Jeff's award-winning news. It's a couple weeks ago, this computer started doing something at 6 o'clock every Thursday night, or uh -huh. 6.04 to be precise, and that's called the driver updater. Well, fortunately, we bit the bullet, and there's been no real problems, but it takes you out of, takes you out of your it takes you out of your window for just a second but we're back and we're going to do Jeff's award winning news I'm Jeff Bennett for all things radio and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting economics hits the world of broadcasting with Odyssey, Alpha Media and Sirius XM satellite radio we'll let you know what's happening on the street and conclude our look at the Nielsen February personal people meter ratings it was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting and economics makes radio news let's start with Odyssey where Steph Cutbacks hit radio station KYWAM that's the all news radio station gone is Scott Smith who was their afternoon drive personality and an unnamed digital editor. Scott Smith had been with the radio station since 2019, and he said in an article in the Philadelphia Inquirer that he loved working at KYWAM, and it was unfortunate that he couldn't say goodbye to all of his co-workers. Another company that's having economic problems is Alpha Media. They've made job cutbacks at their radio stations serving the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. Reliable sources indicate that 10 staff members were cut from the radio group, and here's how it all plays out. At radio station WXLC-FM in Wyogan, Illinois, morning host Wes McCain and program director and midday host Frank Wright have announced their departures. DJ Clinto has departed radio station WZSR-FM, licensed to Woodstock, Illinois. WZSR programs a hot adult contemporary format. And veteran talent Mitch Michaels has left radio station WERV-FM, licensed to Aurora, Illinois. WERV-FM programs a classic rock format. If that wasn't enough, there's also bad news from Sirius Satellite Radio. First of all, Sirius Satellite Radio has dropped its four remaining stations of broadcast traffic and weather. Cities affected here are New York City, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Los Angeles, California. Sirius Satellite Radio has also cut 475 positions, and we don't have much information about who was let go. We do know, however, that one individual was let go. His name is Stephen Leeds, and he programmed those specialty channels dedicated to artists and performers. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. It's time to lift ownership caps. Eight major radio groups have written to the FCC saying that it's time to lift those ownership caps. These groups include Town Square Media, Connoisseur Media, Midwest Communications, Midwest Family, Forever Media, France and Family Communications, Newhoff Communications, and Eagle Communications. Alpha Media's country radio station KBAY-FM in San Jose, California is adding a show celebrating female country artists that will air Wednesday afternoons at noon. The show will be hosted by midday personality Emily Harlan. Eric Erickson has a self-syndicated show that airs on radio station WSB-AM and WSBB-FM in Atlanta, Georgia. The stations are owned and operated by Cox Media. Up until now, Eric Erickson has self-syndicated the show, but that's all come to an end with Eric Erickson having Compass Media provide the syndicated services for his radio talk show. Odyssey is flipping frequencies for two of its radio stations in Spartanburg, South Carolina. With election season coming up, here's how it all plays out. WYRDFM is moving from 106.3 to 98.9. This station broadcasts a news talk format, and this will give this news talk format better coverage in the Spartanburg, South Carolina area. And radio station WSPAFM will move from 98.9 to 106.3. Congratulations. 
congratulations go out to Jonathan Steele, who's the program director at radio station KKFR-FM in Phoenix, Arizona. He comes to this radio station after working for Simmons Media in Albuquerque, New Mexico. In Dallas, Texas, KHKS-FM, which is owned and operated by iHeartMedia, is adding the Tino Cochino radio show for evenings. Tino Cochino radio used to air at radio station KLIF-FM in Dallas, Texas. However, the Tino Cochino radio show was dropped from Cliff FM because the station dropped its top 40 format in favor of a 90s, 2000-based format. Say so long to the company that aired in Denver, Colorado on 103.1 via a translator feeding KQKS HD2 in Denver, Colorado. The station dropped its comedy in favor of Front Range Country, which programs classic country, and we'll let you hear an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio Live broadcast. KQKS FM is owned and operated by Odyssey. Red Apple Media continues to make changes at radio station WABC AM with Noam Layden. Noam Layden is the new news director for radio station WABC AM, and will handle the early morning news, airing Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. till 6 a.m. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen January Personal People Meter Ratings. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one rank radio station is WBAVFM with a number of contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WSOCFM with a country format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina is WKQCFM with an adult contemporary format. In Portland, Oregon, the number one rank radio station is KKCWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KLTHFM with a classic hits format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Portland, Oregon is KOPBFM with a news talk format. In San Antonio, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KONOFM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KQXTFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in San Antonio, Texas, is KAJAFM with a country format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, the number one rec radio station is KSFIFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is KODJFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah, is KNRSFM with a news talk format. In Sacramento, California, the number one rec radio station is KFBKAM with a news talk format. The number two rec radio station is KSE. GFM with a classic rock format. Finally, the number three rec radio station in Sacramento, California is KNCI-FM with a country format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one rec radio station is WMGF-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WMMO-FM with a classic hits format. Finally, the number three rec radio station in Orlando, Florida is WCFB-FM with an urban format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one rec radio station is WWSW-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is WDVE-FM with a rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is WRRK-FM with an adult hits format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one rec radio station is KSNE-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is KWID-FM with a Spanish adult hits format. Finally, the number three rec radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KKLZ-FM with a classic hits format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, the number one rec radio station is WLWAM with a news talk format. The number two rec radio station is WGR. RRFM with a classic hits format. Finally, the number three rec radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio is WUBEFM with a country format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one rec radio station is KCMOFM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is KCFXFM with a classic rock format. 
Finally, the number three ranked radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is KMXVFM with a CHR format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one ranked radio station is WMJIFM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is WZAKFM with the number all contemporary format. Finally, the number three ranked radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WHLKFM with an adult hits format. In Columbus, Ohio, the number one ranked radio station is WCOLFM with a country format. The number two ranked radio station is WBNSFM with an all sports format. Format. Finally, the number three ranked radio station in Columbus, Ohio, is WOSUFM with a news talk format. In Indianapolis, Indiana, the number one ranked radio station is WJJKFM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is WYXBFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Indianapolis, Indiana, is WIBCFM with a news talk format. Finally, in Austin, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KBPAFM with an adult its format. The number two ranked radio station is KKMJFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Austin, Texas is KVETFM with a country format. Finally, Gigi Sam says enough is enough. Who is Gigi Sam? Gigi Sam is President Biden's choice for the fifth commissioner to be nominated on the FCC. But after 15 months and no decision from Congress, she says enough is enough. And she asked President Biden to withdraw her nomination to the FCC. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. 0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800 0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. This is John Wesley Smith from Hallsville, Missouri. Great show this week, you guys. I was very much interested in uh, hearing about the format change at KLMS in Lincoln, Nebraska. Whatever the case, interesting hearing the uh, format change there. Yeah, it sounds like they're doing another one of these uh, variety type formats like uh, Jack or whatever and they've you know got the funny liners and stuff between songs and whatnot. Also very interesting hearing the uh, Christopher Glenn broadcast. Yes I remember the um, one minute news things that they did on uh, Saturday morning. Thought that was kind of cool and uh, very interesting yeah all the stuff that you guys said uh, in your discussion after playing that was pretty much right on target. You brought up the stuff that I would have uh, brought up so I won't add any more to it. Interesting hearing the KJR stuff. Yeah it would be interesting to hear more samples of, uh, of them if they were available. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. Take care. Listener comments are always welcome, so give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. Thank you very much, Jeff. No problem, Bill. I am very concerned about radio, very concerned because I see economically things are not as good as they should be. And we're seeing it here for all of us, so why wouldn't the radio industry have the same problem? Wow. Um, when I hear pub- lots of public service announcements on WINS in the evening or even in the daytime, I hear some of them, you, you begin to wonder if there really isn't a problem. And it's not just not just WINS, and it's not just Odyssey. It's uh, stations all over the place are, are having Everybody. problems sell, selling advertising. So, okay, uh, uh, Lionel, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay. Hey, Jeff. You know, one thing I saw that was kind of concerning too, and I mean, you know, we've talked about this many times over the last four or five years, but Ed Atzinger and I forget the other gentleman dealing with Salem. 
there's a bill in the House, HR, I forget the, the numbers, but they want, they're arguing against because, you know, we're going to daylight savings time, you know, you know, on Sunday morning. Um, you know, the push for keeping that, you know, you know, with the AM stations. I mean, as we already know, you know, AM's already losing its its love here. And I don't I don't know if they you know, arguing against well, you because know, because what happens if, there, if there's no daylight savings time, yeah, it, it, it would have an effect on the AM stations in the wintertime as to when they sign on the air with with uh, with sunset and uh, sunrise. Those are, those are the kind of stations they're having a problem with. Meanwhile, it hasn't been passed, Lionel, no. and and I don't know if the House or the Senate are going to pass it at this point. Um, that's going to be remain to be seen. But I I personally would like to see daylight savings time go. I don't like when the clock changes; it affects my biorhythm. So uh, anyone it could else be dangerous a- for some people? We had deaths in 1974 when we had it in the winter time in Ohio, Michigan, and Florida point. because the sunrise wasn't until like 8:30 in the morning. So, yeah, if you're north, uh, it really does hurt. You know, daytimers because uh, the times uh, that they have to go to day power, day power, and I don't know. Maybe the FCC should relax some of those. Uh, rules more i don't know what the answer is but uh well there is a problem with relaxing those rules because some of those stations are on um on that uh, on a sign-off basis because of international agreements with other countries canada Canada and mexico and such so it is something that we'll have they'll have to talk about but it doesn't really matter because i i think it really is not going to matter because unless you have an fm translator AM is just going to go away, and even even if you have the FM translators, I think what will happen is the that 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 those FM tra- those AM stations will not be paired with those FM translators anymore, because FM is becoming useless. Now I do know that if and I happen to be in a Tesla, I was taking a ride to to, uh, to where I had to go, and there are no AM radios in Teslas, and I brought yeah. a small radio with me just because I had just because I I didn't know. I mean I had I just carry it with me occasionally. And you could not hear any AM radio stations on that radio. It was that bad that the ignition noise from the electric motors and the batteries and everything else caused so much interference that listening to AM radio was just virtually impossible. So, again, that's going to have to be worked on at some point if they want to keep AM as a viable medium. Hey, Jeff, two stories that came to my attention. Uh, First being the fact that you know, Congress can hold the appointment of commissioners, the FCC. You know, to me, the fact that anything can go past a year is wrong. It's like it needs to be voted on by the people present within that year. But the other thing had to do with the eight, changing the rules to allow up to eight stations to be owned. I don't know how you feel about it. First, I was kind of against it, but to me, it makes more sense in that stations should then be able to diversify their formats. Now, will they? They may not. Here we have... <laughs> Two out of five are yeah. both new country because it works. So, you know, you're right, Mike. And and I'm not even sure that there should be a cap on on ownership limits to begin with. I mean, if I want to buy as many newspapers as I want, and of course, newspapers aren't as viable today. I, I I have the right to do that. Why shouldn't radio be like any other business? I mean, I I'm not so sure that we should be re- regulating ownership limits for radio stations anymore. Um, I don't think radio is as, glor- is as glorified an industry as it used to be. When I heard, when Clear Channel got into radio, Wall Street was in love with radio. They were the darling. It was, it was the darling company of Wall Street. But that's not so much anymore. So maybe it does. Maybe it really doesn't matter how many stations a, a company owns. So you, you think I'm wrong about that, Mike? Yeah, I have no issue with it. I'm I'm more of a deregulate kind of person. So 
Yeah, I would have no issue with that. Opening up the market. Same with newspapers. It's like, look, it's a tougher medium now. Allow people with, mm. with the skills and tools and knowledge that can make it work to buy it and run it. They don't allow radio. They don't allow radio stations and news. They don't allow radio stations and newspapers relax that law too. Let them own. Let them be owned. I know they're talking about it. You know, let radio stations own newspapers again because they're both dying. For better news sources, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the New York Times did it for years with WQXR and was was owned by the New York Times. And it, 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 as a matter of fact, it enhanced their ability to provide news uh, as a oh, yeah. station. So uh, we, we are in a very different era. And the business model that, that came up with the idea of, uh, of, of limits on ownership caps doesn't make sense in today's model anymore. It just doesn't. There weren't as many stations then either back then. That's why, too. Now there's a lot more stations on the air, so. Every day I meet so many people. I ask them what radio station they listen to, and they say, I don't listen to radio. Yeah, I was just going to say there's so many other sources for either music or information now. Right. And radio has, at least where I live, they have given up their information duties. They don't give it. If there's something going on here, I know that I will not hear about, about it on the radio. I will hear about it. And somebody knew that, but not on the radio, and that's sad. Well, the biggest thing I noticed we, we, when we had the major snowstorm here in Albany, New York, is that the radio stations don't announce the school closings on the air anymore, no. and the television oh, stations wow. don't. And if I want to get my cool, the school closings, I don't have to worry about listening to radio. Uh, my daughter goes to the uh, goes to a, goes to a school, and whenever it's closed, or whenever there's a delay, or whenever there's a transportation issue, or whenever there's a problem. I get a text message from the school on my iPhone, and they can text. They don't have to call anyone. Everyone has an iPhone these days. They can put it all into a distribution list with one keystroke or with one macro. They can send a text message out to 1,000 or 10,000 people if they have to, So, and it gets the word out. So uh, I, I, I'm not going to say that there aren't people who don't have cell phones. There certainly are. Exactly. But, but it, is, it is what it is, and, of course, the school closings are placed at the bottom of the screen when you're watching the morning news on any of your television stations these days. So, well, and I and, actually, and, go ahead, Mike. And Jeff, radio has dropped off the list of things that you would have on your bedside table, according to surveys on Family Feud. You know, so. <laughs> you know, you're right, Mike. I have a radio on my bedside table. It's a Sanjian radio, but you know what? I don't listen to it. I, I use my Amazon tap or I use my iPhone. I use my iPhone. I, you know, I don't ever... I, I used to turn radio on every day, but now I may turn it on once every two or three weeks. Well, how about if we move on to Jennifer Sparks, yeah, call it her informant. Great changes. idea, yeah. Just a little bit of radio news. I just wanted to tell you guys, for people who like to listen to WAVV 101.1 here in Naples or southwest Florida, they are back streaming again. Oh, so great. I love that station. That plays light favorites and cover the 100,000 watts. So, and I just invested in a radio, Jeff. I wasn't too smart, was I? No. <laughs> no, I wasn't too smart. Uh, I but, don't know about that, Bill. I really don't. I think you, I think you made the right choice. I mean, uh, I don't know, but it's good. It's a good radio. And we'll be hearing about that soon enough. But right now, we're going to hear from Jennifer with her call letter and format changes. Notice how much shorter that's become over the past few years. And it's the it's what she gets. Here we go. 
Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for March 9th. KKOK FM 95.7 Morris, Minnesota changes slogan from new 95.7 to 95.7 New Country. KMRS AM 1230 Morris, Minnesota changes slogan from the great place to come home to to KMRS 1230 AM 107.7 FM KZOR FM 94.1 Hobbs, New Mexico changes slogan from Mix Z94 to Z94 KZOR WALG AM 1590 Albany, Georgia changes slogan from News Talk 1590 to WALG 99.3 FM 1590 AM WLCO AM 1530 Lapeer, Michigan changes slogan from Smile FM to Bridge 96.7 KSOB FM 96.7 Larna, Kansas changes calls to KGBK FM KVOB FM 95.5 Lindsburg, Kansas changes calls to KLBG FM KNNS AM 1510 Larned, Kansas changes calls to KLQR AM WWJL FM 98.7 Pleasant Gap, Pennsylvania changes calls to WLEJ FM KYNS AM 1340 San Luis Obispo, California changes format from modern alternative rock to classic country and changes slogan from all 93.7 to the grade. WGEM FM 105.1 Quincy, Illinois changes format from talk to sports and changes slogan from WGEM News Talk 105 to Sports Radio 105.1 WUFL AM 1030 Sterling Heights, Michigan changes calls to WKEG AM WJST FM 102.1 Sylvester, Georgia changes format from classic hits to adult hits KARP FM 106.9 Dassel, Minnesota changes slogan from hit 106 to KARP 106.9 WIOS AM 1480 Tallis City East Tallis Michigan changes slogan from the Bay's Best to WIOS AM 1480 FM 106.9 WKJC FM 104 
94.7 Tallis City, Michigan changes slogan from Northern Michigan's country leader to WKJC 104.7 FM WTAQ AM 1360 Glenmore, Wisconsin changes slogan from News Radio 1360 to WTAQ News Talk 97.5 FM 1360 AM WZTK FM 105.7 Alpena, Michigan changes slogan from News Talk 105.7 to 105.7 The Bird KNOT AM 1450 Prescott, Arizona changes format from Contemporary Christian to Oldies and changes slogan from Arizona Hope 103.9, 107.9 to Fun Oldies 1450. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer, and be sure to catch her new show at Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Nolan Crabb and they do book talk. So they're on their, they've done four podcasts so far. So they're really rolling along. Thank you, Jennifer. And Bill, you've been telling me that the, that the show is actually catching on, and I'm really happy for Jennifer, but it's a lot of work reading books. I, I, I am not a book reader. Uh, I, I read magazines, but I'm not a book reader, and of course I read everything on radio. But for those who like to read, it, I got to hear the show this past Tuesday. It's a very, very good show. I really, if you like books, she, Nolan and Jennifer do a fantastic job on it. Well, they I knock would, it out of the park, really. Right. I would say that everybody ought to do that that does talk shows. And I'm as guilty as this as anybody. But to do, do your homework before you go into the show. Don't do it half-cocked or off the top of your head or whatever. Come in with some research. So, anyway, that's all I can say about that. Jeff, we, you got some, and I said Jennifer's were shorter this week. It was almost five minutes, so that's pretty long compared to what it's been lately. Uh, it, it is, but and we'll see what happens because, uh, you know, every, every year things have changed in the world of radio, but uh, we'll see. That's all I can say about that. Well, all right, Forrest Gump, uh, would you like to see what you're going to say about that? I know you're really looking forward to this. Well, I'm going to mispronounce it, so I'll let you say what it's called, Jeff. Okay, you know um, radio... Oh, okay, I'm sorry, Bill. Go no, ahead. I said, you know what I called it, so <laughs> you, you do it right. Yeah. Radio GPT, let me explain it. And Mike, uh, I don't know if you've heard this at all, because I, but it, it is a company called Futury, and they've come out with an idea of artificial intelligence, or AI, for radio. Um, it's not new, really. I mean, we've had automation on radio. We've had voice tracking. But could this, at some point, replace the radio announcer? I don't know. I think that the, the 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 question here doesn't have an answer just yet. Can it I would augment? say it definitely so, yes. Yeah, it, and can will. it augment? Yes, it can. And it can it augment what the radio announcer is all about. Well, yeah, this had iHeart written all over it. You when got it. First thing I thought when I heard uh, it. I was thinking about that too, Mike. Go ahead, Bill. No, I was going to say, I don't know that it's going to replace it, but I would say 
it's going to change the face of it. You're always going to have to have somebody there, but it also requires, and you can correct me, you or Mike, if I'm not wrong, you've still got to prepare your text and the type of information you put you yes, know, this is for writers. There will be work for writers. Because right, there will be work for writers. You can't just some of that. You start it to. up and expect that it's going to replace somebody or somebody. Somebody's going to have a job because they've got to be a writer. There's, you know, I don't know that well, how quickly this will happen. Put in this perspective, this is where I'm coming from. Folks, what we're talking about is... A permanent change not only to radio but just voice communications because basically we're at a point that if enough of your voice is recorded anywhere it can be created and then through written words can make it sound like you've said anything that maybe you haven't well, that, that, so, could be, that could be a dangerous sign as well, That could be Mike. dangerous. So what's going to happen? People don't protect their voice works. They go do one recording for someone, and then they sell it and use their voice in ways they didn't intend. So there's, this is a big deal. This is a big change, not only in radio, but society. You know, do you want to hear your grandmother read you a good night story? Because there's recordings of her doing it in the past. So it's... There's a lot to it, but I believe, I see how this could fit into radio, especially certain formats like classic rock, you know, ones where they're really not talking over the songs, but I don't think it'll be hard to get to a point of writing intros, songs, the songs 14 seconds, say no, okay, that's maybe 35 to 42 words, and so I really believe that even top 40, it will be buggy at first, I bet some stations will get greedy and try to roll it out, and like you said, Bill, have not written the scripts adequately and we'll have mispronunciations of some towns and things like that but i think it will learn over time and i I just see larger uh cities have unions uh so we'll see how they fight it against it or what they come up with but i would say if you are a voice talent what you want to do is get a copyright on your voice right now so that you can control where it's used and derive revenue when it is that's true. And as a matter of fact, there's a lady who does the voice of the original voice of Siri Mike. Her name is Susan Bennett. And she's upset with Apple because of the way Apple is using her voice in other areas. Well, right. And there's stories of people like Karen and how she used her voice for one recording and lost out on, she used everywhere without her without making a dime from it. So. Yeah. I see Chris Devin's probably going to have to do that with all the reading he does, all the stats and all the stuff on Sports Lounge. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to trademark Chris's voice and make me a million dollars. Stand up numbers anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, and, uh, <laughs> you know, there's unfortunately abuses as well. We've already seen it. I knew it was going to happen, and we're already seeing criminals that will get voices of people. Maybe they made a YouTube video or something and then use it to, you know, call their grandparents and say that they're in jail. That, oh, yeah, I've heard that. Right. I've already heard, I've heard about that, and that's something that worried me because... Your, you know, grandma has dementia or something, you can get her to... We've, get we've actually had discussions about this, and we have decided that we're going to come up with some questions uh, that yeah, are really off the have wall. a question that only asks Ask something this, only the two of you know. You know and we're going to, like, have two or three of them, 
and we're, you know we're we're just trying to figure out what they are. We've actually had very very serious discussions about well, that. What's even scarier about this whole thing is if I can take a, a voice of Humphrey Bogart, the actor, and digitize it and make a hologram of his image, and I can make a hologram of that image and create a movie with 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 actors or actresses who are all dead and make them be in that movie, it it could be as real as could be. We didn't have this technology years ago. But we have the technology now, and so well. Why don't we go ahead and listen to what this sounds like, and then we can see if, what the what the what the people think of it. Remember, this is just a demo, and and think, things can be done, you know, to make that even more creative. So for the next thirteen minutes, listen to Jeff. This week in my featured station segment, we're going to do something just a bit different. Normally, we feature a radio station, but radio stations could be changing. Could the radio station you hear today be run by artificial intelligence? No radio announcers. Nope. No radio announcers. Futury has come up with a format called Radio GPT, where there are no radio announcers. All of the voices you're going to hear are artificially generated. This is a demonstration of what is known as Radio GPT, and I want to know what you guys think. voice you hear on Radio GPT is 100% AI. Here's what's trending on social media in Springfield. Discovered and delivered in real time. On Radio GPT. If you hate being sick to get out of work, let us introduce you to your leader. Amanda Briggs has been fired from Springfield University for allegedly faking a pregnancy to get seven weeks of paid time off. Co-workers say there was something odd about her baby bump. She was accused of fraud after sharing pictures of different babies to try and prove her story and now faces up to 25 years in prison, which could make anyone's water break. Live, made locally in Springfield, and 100% voiced and powered by AI. This is Radio GPT. Some people call me the space cowboy. You're the cutest thing I ever did see. All voices, reasoning, and snide remarks on this radio station are 100% AI generated. This studio has no microphones, no chairs, and no ashtrays. We're like radio humans, only better. Welcome to Radio GPT. you hear on Radio GPT is 100% AI. Here's what's trending on social media in Springfield. Discovered and delivered in real time. On Radio GPT. Everyone in Springfield seems to have an opinion about the proposed new state law that would make it illegal for dogs to stick their heads out of car windows. The idea is to keep dogs safer, but many pet owners say the law would take away one of their dog's greatest joys. What's next? Will they make it illegal to fly your airplane hand out the car window? Live, made locally in Springfield, and 100% voiced and powered by AI. This is Radio GPT. One of my Radio GPT features is that I know everything about every song and artist. Like this. The members of this band all met at Grant High School in Southern California. Then continued to meet each other to perform on songs from Pink Floyd and Earth, Wind and Fire. Before finally meeting for their own band. Called Toto. 
you hear on Radio GPT is 100% AI. Here's what's trending on social media in Springfield. Discovered and delivered in real time. On Radio GPT. This one is filed under. There really still are good people out there. Springfield High School sophomore Tracy Tyler has collected over 100 donated prom dresses to give out to students who otherwise couldn't afford them. She started her free prom dress drive to help as many girls feel beautiful and confident. As I am artificial intelligence, I have never worn a dress myself, but if I did, I'd definitely don one of Tracy's. Live, made locally in Springfield, and 100% voiced and powered by AI, this is Radio GPT. Immerse your radio listening experience with artificial intelligence. 100% AI. We'll assemble compelling information. We'll offer highly engaging data. And we'll do it 24-7. I'm completely AI. So am I. Me too. We all are. We're your entertainment assistants. 100% generated by artificial intelligence. This is Radio GPT. you hear on Radio GPT is 100% AI. Here's what's trending on social media in Springfield. Discovered and delivered in real time. On Radio GPT. Springfield firefighters rescued a newlywed couple and their bridal party from a local hotel elevator. Rescue teams used ropes to help the couple and four others climb out after being trapped for two hours. The last person rescued, the groom, said it wouldn't have been so bad if it was just him and his new bride. Geez, get a room. I mean a bigger one. Live, made locally in Springfield and 100% voiced and powered by AI. This is Radio GPT. Normally at this point, I would just end this featured station segment. However, I have something that's even more incredible. I took the piece of a Sean Ross article. Sean Ross is a writer who comments on the state of radio. Listen to how Eleven Labs takes his article with an artificial voice named Rachel. It's pretty scary. Could Rachel replace talking book narrators? Or could Rachel replace news personalities at a radio station? Just give this a listen. When January PPM ratings were released Tuesday, Classic Rock WAXQ Q1043. New York was second in the market, up 5.1 to 5.96 plus. As ratings expert Chris Huff noted, those were not just the highest ratings for Q104.3, or the frequency, but for any rock station in New York ever. Right behind was Classic Hits WCBS-FM, up 4.15.6, and returning to the range that it had occupied before the December and holiday period ratings. Q104.3 probably got some help from the fall departure of WNYL, Alt-92.3. Those stations may have little musical overlap, but Alt-92.3 still likely read as a rock choice for some listeners, especially given the K-Rock heritage of the frequency, and, for older listeners, the classic rock heritage of the frequency. But Q104.3 has also been a strong, consistent presence. As current-based formats struggle, it isn't unusual to see both the classic rock and classic hit station at the top of a market. 
In Boston, Classic Rock WZLX 6.1 edged WROR 5.7, one of the most consistently successful stations in the format. In Philadelphia, Classic Rock WMGK leads the market. After two days of ratings, Classic Rock leads in Phoenix, Detroit, Dallas, Houston, Denver, St. Louis, Chicago, and San Jose. Classic Hits leads in Los Angeles, Seattle, Minneapolis, St. Paul, San Diego, Tampa, Baltimore, and Riverside, San Bernardino. There has always been a poppier edge to Q104, 3, dating back to when Classic Hits still signified Classic Rock, but with some softer titles, rather than merely the new term for oldies. Over the years, I've encountered derision about that from classic rock programmers and other markets about the willingness to play Elton John or Billy Joel, but it's less unusual now than it was a decade ago. I've also spoken to oldies classic hits PDs who looked at CBS FM from outside the market and considered it vulnerable. When I listened to Q104.3 on Monday, the first two songs I heard on Q104.3 were Benny and the Jets, which most classic rock stations play, but code as pop and sweet dreams are made of this, which plays only on a handful of classic rock stations. Over the course of the hour, I also heard a few songs that still form a dividing line between classic hits and classic rock. Neil Young's Southern Man, Pink Floyd's Hey You. As the first gold editor of Rad When January PPM ratings were released Tuesday, Classic Rock WAXQ, Q104.3. New York was second in the market, up 5.15.96+. plus. Normally at this point, I would just end this featured station segment. However, I have something that's even more incredible. I took the piece of a Sean Ross article. Sean Ross is a writer who comments on the state of radio. Listen to how Eleven Labs takes his article with an artificial voice named Rachel. It's pretty scary. Could Rachel replace talking book narrators? Or could Rachel replace news personalities at a radio station? Just give this a listen. When January PPM ratings were released Tuesday, Classic Rock WAXQ, Q104.3. New York was second in the market, up 5.15.96+. plus. As ratings expert Chris Huff noted, those were not just the highest ratings for Q104.3, or the frequency, but for any rock station in New York ever. Right behind was Classic Hits WCBS-FM, up 4.15.6 and returning to the range that it had occupied before the December and holiday period ratings. Q104.3 probably got some help from the fall departure of WNYL, Alt-92.3. Those stations may have little musical overlap, but Alt-92.3 still likely read as a rock choice for some listeners, especially given the K-Rock heritage of the frequency and, for older listeners, the classic rock heritage of the frequency. But Q104.3 has also been a strong, consistent presence. As current-based formats struggle, it isn't unusual to see both the classic rock and classic hit station at the top of a market. In Boston, Classic Rock WZLX 6.1 edged WROR 5.7, one of the most consistently successful stations in the format. In Philadelphia, Classic Rock WMGK leads the market. After two days of ratings, Classic Rock leads in Phoenix, Detroit, Dallas, Houston, Denver, St. Louis, Chicago, and San Jose. Classic Hits leads in Los Angeles, Seattle, Minneapolis, St. Paul, San Diego, Tampa, Baltimore, and Riverside, San Bernardino. 
There has always been a poppier edge to Q104-3, dating back to when classic hits still signified classic rock, but with some softer titles, rather than merely the new term for oldies. Over the years, I've encountered derision about that from classic rock programmers and other markets about the willingness to play Elton John or Billy Joel, but it's less unusual now than it was a decade ago. I've also spoken to oldies, classic hits PDs who looked at CBS FM from outside the market and considered it vulnerable. When I listened to Q104.3 on Monday, the first two songs I heard on Q104.3 were Benny and the Jets, which most classic rock stations play, but code as pop and sweet dreams are made of this, which plays only on a handful of classic rock stations. Over the course of the hour, I also heard a few songs that still form a dividing line between classic hits and classic rock. Neil Young's Southern Man, Pink Floyd's Hey You. As the first gold editor of Rad When January PPM ratings were released Tuesday, Classic Rock WAXQ, Q104.3. New York was second in the market, up 5.15.96+. plus. Well, there you go. I'll let you make the decision. Is GPT going to kill radio as we know it today? Or will it be a supplement to what we have on the radio? I really don't know. I was rather skeptical when I heard Radio GPT and rather skeptical when I heard Eleven Labs reading an article by Sean Ross. However, I'm not so skeptical anymore. I was truly amazed at how good the artificial intelligence worked with Radio GPT and how good the artificial intelligence worked when reading a piece of an article by Sean Ross. I'd like to know what you think. Give our feedback line a call at 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Let the discussion begin. And I'm sorry I put it in twice, but I made some subtle changes on the second version of that, but I wanted to show that it could be done. So let's see. I'm going to ask you, Doug, since uh, I, I, I was really up and had a nice conversation with you on this whole thing initially. What did you think? Well, you know, you can even make it better with inflection and adding commas, periods, and other things in there when you, if you wanted to spice up the article a little bit, because I did that with an article and um, corrected some name mispronunciations and things like that, and it made it even better. It's it's pretty amazing. Um, we don't have to hear this if you don't want to, but I gave Dave Rieker two promos of the intro of his show one using my cloned voice and one using my real voice and i have them here if you want to hear them no play them doug okay here goes i I think the cloned voice is first here we go good morning everyone coming to you live from altoona pennsylvania it's mix it up monday with dave and chris reeker you'll hear a little bit of rock a little bit of country and you can request a song that fits your monday morning mood Okay, okay, I didn't forget about you. There's the Sunshine Report. We'll find out what's for lunch. Nice to do demos, especially with food, because you can eat it. And there's lots of fun and great conversation. So here we go. It's Mix It Up Monday on the Worldwide Legend. So there's... Good morning. Coming to you live from Altoona, Pennsylvania. It's Mix It Up Monday with Dave and Chris Reeker. We'll hear a little bit of rock, a little bit of country, and you can request that song that fits your Monday morning mood. Okay, okay, I didn't forget about you. There's the Sunshine Report. 
and we'll find out what's for lunch at the Rickard House. Nice to do demos, especially with food, because you can eat it. Let the fun, great music, and friendly conversation begin with Mix It Up Monday on the Worldwide Legend. So Doug, there you go. <laughs> Good morning, really, everyone. Coming to it. Wow. Thank you. Hold on a second, Doug. Uh, that is very scary. Because that first voice, except for the fact that you had a laugh in the second one, that first voice is ultimately you. I mean, I, I couldn't tell the difference in the voice at all. It was really well done. Mike, come out, come, what, do, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's slight differences in like, writing okay, it versus okay. doing it. How it said my okays. It didn't quite say them like I do. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> I thought the second close. was more enthusiastic. You know, it, it said yeah. more of enthusiasm to it, but uh, Sunshine and Dave sounded about the same. <laughs> so that's good. But, no, I mean, I thought the enthusiasm on the second one, but, you know, the whole thing is it's is, it's much better than the speech engines we use all the time with JAWS and the different NFB newsline voices and stuff. There were a couple of, uh, for that article Ooh. that um, Jeff had, the there were a couple of inflection issues, but that can be, can be worked on because she was saying things that needed, like, Phoenix, Detroit, like it was a place. You know, things like that were happening. But that can be worked on, like you said. Yeah, if if you had a comma here or a, a double period there or something, then it puts pauses in. Yeah, you can, I would say without... You can customize it. I'm sorry, Damien Doctor. That was the first time I've ever done this before. So I'll, I'll, I'm going right. to be using right. you better, for a little advice, Doug, because you, you know a little bit more about it than I do. But uh, I'm going to join Doug's uh, clone voice. I'm going to... I've got some recordings of me. I'm going to go up there and make my own voice and... <laughs> right on some news and just different stuff. It's it's going to be a little artificial because I know I was speaking kind of in a hyped voice, so I'll be curious. I was doing a presentation. But what did you think of the Chat GPT radio, the the radio station, Mike? No, I, I um, I'm I'm convinced it can work. It's not quite. I, I say it's a little short of being lifelike, but it works and it's clear. It's very intelligible. And so I'm going to see your iHeart or some of your classic rock stations. Different folks try it. Uh, it they may, they're going to try it. And it's no it. worse than voice tracking, right? It's really not. No. It's, it's no. no, it's not. Like I said, Doug, there's going to be work for people who can write. They're going to have to have writers to make it work right. Now, maybe eventually they'll be able to automate that as well. But initially right now, they're going to need writers to mark that up. And those stories that they used on that Futury demo were stories that I heard on my local radio station. So they weren't necessarily for Springfield, but they were customized as if they were in Springfield, Illinois. Well, um, did you did you catch the little promo in there? It looked like Future, uh, you know, promotional agency. So imagine one company doing what they do, running hundreds, if not a couple thousand stations throughout the country. And, and and again, you said you'd have to get a writer, but if you buy this, if you buy this service, and and people and stations will buy it. I think small and medium market stations might might go first initially, but if you buy this service, uh, I think that you can tell them what you want them to do, and they might have the staff or writers to do the work, not you, because that's what you're paying for. And, right, they'll uh, write your 30, 60 second commercials, and yeah, they'll, they'll do they'll do those those human interest stories that they put up there uh, on the thing. They could even do newscasts. Now the the difference is that you can't necessarily put a laugh a laugh like Doug. Doug, you were laughing in that second promo a little bit. I think, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, you can't easily do that, but it can be done. I'm sure that with 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 the right writing style, you can kind of do that. But it's not so easy to do. But again, it it, it does it, it can work. I see this a lot for news replication. I see 
writers feeding audio news out to radio stations. I, I just see that from this. Oh, definitely. We, you know, um, in my in my uploads sample voices, I took breaths, and I read an article, and it was like two minutes with my voice, not me reading it, but the voice reading the text, and it actually put breaths in it. Mm. And she had breaths in her voice when she was reading the Sean Ross article. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And even Alex on your iPhone, and I use that for my voice on my iPhone, breathes, and it's scary. And and that's a few <laughs> years old, and, and the techno- technology is so good. I mean... I, I just see, I, I feel sorry for the radio. I mean, I don't know that we'll totally replace the radio announcer, but it certainly will augment the radio announcer uh, in stations that don't necessarily have the money to hire radio announcers. But it, you could not do that on an all-news radio station easily. But you uh, could. I, yeah. but you I think could. it's going to reduce the overall number of radio announcers and more. Those who are announcing will be on a larger number of stations. Maybe people will sell their voices. Well, that's, <laughs> what, they will that's what I said, yeah. Doug. You you have to copyright your voice exactly. You have a trademark on it, so if it's used, that you derive revenue from it. And what about the talking book reader, Mike? Do you think that this could replace the talking book reader? And someone told me it couldn't, but I think it can. I think it can. In fact, I think that you could actually take this. Imagine, folks, would you want this? But a day when you could have any voice you want to read a book to you. You choose the book and then choose the voice you want to have. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can see that. And there are, there are, they had a news story. It's interesting. Today, they're here in Austin. They're looking at it with their 311 and 911 operators using the GPT voices to talk to you. I don't know how it is and the AI. So I don't, they're looking into that here with Travis County. So, and they're supposed to have a big talk about the GPT at the South by Southwest at the Tech Fest for South by Southwest this week about you know, demonstrations on different things in different businesses how they can do it well i don't know if a gpt can handle an emergency uh but no. it, it, it but yeah that's a little you, you can't really yeah. say no yeah, be, you you can't say no because it, it is getting that way um as i said before if i can create a movie with with actors and actresses who have died and use holograms and put the dialogue in and let them make them say anything and and have it be with anna with animatronics or animation with, with artificial intelligence and do everything that a, a live actor could do that is definitely a part of the future and you know they, they were talking about that in the 1964 1965 world's fair with audio animatronics and, and physical physical robotic statues that would move and, and and do that kind of stuff but holograms that is scary but definitely something that could be done People are paying already to go see holograms of Elvis and Michael Jackson in concert. They've had them at, yeah. you know, already, so, yeah. Well, the scary side of this is you, you see already that people are using this stuff for ill gain by cloning, yeah. like, people's kids' voices and calling them with things saying, like, I'm in jail. Have you seen those articles? Yes. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that made the news. Doug, did you? I, I didn't do the voice thing, so. It, but but I will tell you I, again that your that your first voice. I if I didn't know you, I could. You would not know the difference. It is that close, that good. <laughs> um, and that was like maybe two minutes a sample. So when you're out drinking, uh, when you're out drinking, Chris, and Chris is wondering where you are, or you're, well, I'm sorry, when you're out somewhere where she doesn't want you to be, you can just say, "I'm just late. I'm at the supermarket. I'll be back in a little yeah. bit." Yeah, <laughs> right. whoever's voice. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to get you in trouble with Chris, but <laughs> it certainly could be a, something that you could do for this thing. I have ideas. 
We've got a couple raised hands, Jeff. Okay, let me get to them. Karen, can you unmute yourself, please? Hello. Hey. Hey. Hi. Uh, well, the National Weather Service has been, I know this isn't exactly AI, but they have been using uh, synthesized speech for about yeah. 20 years. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it doesn't, but but with the voices that they have on that future thing, it, the voices can even sound better during the weather than the one voice that the they National Weather Service and is doing now. They may get those voices. They may get some AI voices. Karen, you should tell your voice to the weather. You'd be the weather girl. This would be really good. I like weather. Let me ask you a question. Your dad was an engineer, worked in radio, worked at, I think, WFLI in... Uh, in, uh, in no, it was WNOX in Knoxville. In Knoxville. That's where he worked. If, if he were alive today and he heard about this artificial intelligence and all that, of this going down, do you think he would be... What, what, what do you think his opinion would have been on this? Uh, I'm not sure. I think he, you know, knew, of course, he... Uh, was well by the time the lady a the echo amazon echo devices come out he was still living but he hadn't seen one and i i think he wouldn't have been surprised at it because he knows about the uh, progression of synthesized speech so maybe that would have surprised him somewhat but I don't think it would have been shocking for him oh thank you Karen thank you're you Karen. welcome I okay Bob in the in the, go ahead Bob unmute yourself please all I can say is uh, let's have Stan, uh, Stan Freeberg finish the United States of America and let's bring back Paul Harvey News and the rest of the story. <laughs> we could. Yeah. You do have a point there, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Oh. I, I just think that we've touched on a, on a, on a, a nerve here that, is not going to end today or tomorrow, and it's going to be implemented in ways that even we don't even know. That that's what I, the only thing I can say at this point. I, yeah, uh, because there's there's always been this fear that this is going to take away jobs, and that's possible. But any technology creates new jobs. So as we talked about, you know, they're going to need people to writers to do this, or the people that are wise enough, you know, copyright get trademark on your voice so that you can derive revenue, and it, there's so much potential. I what just you, hope that the majority of this is used for good and not really not used in the malevolent way that it could be. That's true. What did you think of Radio GPT, Mike? Is it a station that you would listen to if you if you were if it was on in your market? Well, I don't have a... Uh, basically, if they played the songs I wanted to hear, I'm a button pusher, right? I've got 20 presets, I'm up and down the dial, mm -hmm. but... If it's going to play a song that I want to hear at that particular moment in time, then I will listen to it. And I, I believe this technology could have some good purposes. And it could be for some of us in this room, or folks who are blind or people work from home, whatever. It could be an employment opportunity. I, that's, I like to look at it from an optimistic standpoint um, that this is probably going to take jobs, but it's going to create a few new jobs. And if you're at the right place at the right time, maybe that's something you want to go for. 
I oh, remember I a you few. and I should do our voices this week, and then we can have stories, read it, and we'll see how that goes. Part Sounds two. good to me, Mike. Uh, in a way, I'm not surprised because number one, you see, you see uh, robots in restaurants that are waiter, waiters or waitresses for one thing, and um, I don't like it because it takes away the personal touch. Personal touch has already been taken away, Mike. Like, right. I would say that it already yeah. has been taken away. With, with, yeah. With, yeah, it doesn't have to because when I was playing around with this chat, G, this uh, chat stuff. One time I put like too many commas or periods in, and when Sunshine meowed, my promo once went, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I had to like calm it down. <laughs> Two years ago, there was, a, there was a, a public radio show called Radio Lab, and um, a few years ago they had a feature on just this the thing of taking people's voices and having them say stuff. And this was, you know, four or five years ago. So uh, this has been developing under development for a long time. And really now it's coming to fruition and we're going to see it more and more. So, well, I think we've, uh, I think you've got our opinions on it. We certainly have a feedback line at 800-693-0595 hitting option two for the podcast team. We're, Maybe you, you as the listener of all things radio, can certainly chime in on this. Um, it's well, it's a subject to take that, your voice and use it for another opinion somewhere else. Or, you know. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's a subject. It is a subject that is going to be around for a long time to come, and we haven't seen all of it yet. We haven't seen. The full I wonder of it. though. I wonder though, Jeff, if part of it is the people you know that own the radio stations and things. Maybe they could make the argument that. Okay, if people who want radio saved, if it, if it costs us less, maybe we can then make some money, and this would save radio. Well, again, you know, I mean, you can make any argument you want, and that might be one of them. Again, right. Well, again. I'm hoping for smaller market stations, like I know here locally that we're trying to do something local, and they eventually had to go back to a satellite format because they just couldn't pay those two or three announcers the ten or twelve hours, you know. So, if it can give it a local feel. Again, with, with writing, I don't know. Uh, I think radio is just going to, you know, evolve in the way that it can and fund itself. But with uh, the lower power stations and the, I think, obsolescence of AM, I'm even predicting by 2030 that most AM won't be around. Other than maybe experimental you might be well, right. And, unless and the it's only, just legal that you have to legally have that to have that FM carrier. But. And the only re, the only AM that might be around is it was where AM is really surviving in some respects is for programming that that deal with minority communities in foreign languages such as uh, in, in music uh, such as Latin Latin Spanish I should say, and a lot of stations in the New York area broadcasting for people who are from India and things of that nature. Yep. So. You don't know. Well, I think that we've kind of exhausted this conversation, but I think it, it's, it certainly has put up uh, food for thought, and I'm hoping that you listeners enjoy it. And um, just just one well, more thought, Jeff. Okay. Let's see what you or Doug think about this, but I have been wondering this as far as actual radio playlists that the the companies use. I wonder how many songs cross platform come up both as classic rock and classic hits. More than you might think. Quite a few. Quite I'd a few. Say. 
Same thing with country and, and, and rock and country. Country has also been very blurred these days. Even if you listen to that alternative rewind from my heart, which I think is very boring. It's a lot of pop, a lot of eighties pop. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. It's not that good. But then there's the, then there, what's, what's that, 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 that 70 station I, I, I put on all things radio. That's not a bad station, but again, it, no. it's, it's all a matter of how you program it. Walter, can you mute yourself? We, and we, and we got to move on, but can you mute yourself and uh, give us what you want to say? Yes. Um, well, um, yeah, the, the, my concern was about the, the you know, um, it taking jobs away and stuff like that, too. But I was also concerned that, like uh, automation, on-air automation of, you know, uh, there could be glitches, too. Yes, there could be glitches like anything else. It, 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 but, but remember, it's, uh, they are machines, and, and we who program them have to make sure that what we do makes those machines run as efficiently and as 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 perfect as possible as as, as best we can so oh there can be glitches when you're live too so glitches well, are gonna and, happen yeah and keep in mind you know television stations these companies have been running multiple tv stations simultaneously for years i think for at least two decades I know Bill and I know a guy that does that. He runs like six stations himself overnight. It's, it's done here in Albany, New York. Uh, a lot of the public broadcasting stations have master controls that they share with other with other companies that, that that do it for them. And there are no people pushing buttons at these TV stations anymore. It's all computerized. So, you know, there's nothing that you don't push a button to start the network show. It's it's all timed and it all it all works. And if the timing isn't right, if the Local commercial runs a little bit long. It gets cut off of the network show. I've seen it on Channel 13 in Albany, New York. Well, thanks, somebody, guys. Somebody, Jeff, even said that from what I've heard, and I didn't know this until recently, but like when there's a, a weather warning that needs to get on TV, not always does that originate in your TV building either, you know, like in master controlled. Some, sometimes that's done from elsewhere. Well, National Weather Service goes on every channel on the cable that uh, that that and gives us the weather alert all the time. So it, it's it's annoying sometimes because it's so loud, but it does it. All right, guys, thank you. This has been an interesting uh, discussion, and this is not the end of it. I can tell you that right now because I know that Bill and I will be talking about this, and Mike and Bill and Doug and I will all be talking about this. This is not the end. This is just the beginning of what we will hear in the next few years of, of all things radio. Over to you, Bill. Thank you, Jeff. And I don't think we have to worry, Chris, anytime soon. I don't think it's going to happen tomorrow, the <laughs> next day, next month, or whatever. And by the time everything switches over, we won't worry about it so much anyway. So I think it's going to be a while. It takes everything a little time to take hold. So now we're going to play, what, WCFL? Right, we're going to hear a real person doing news. A real person doing news? And, you know, Walter's talking about mistakes being made on the... If they do that, there's, there's sure a lot of them made when they do things live, let me tell you. So let's listen to that right now. This is WCFL, the voice of labor. It's 12 noon, Chicago. This is WCFL News.
Vietnamese Coalition Assembly has approved the September 3rd elections as expected. It has officially confirmed the election of Nguyen Van Tu as president. This morning, some 200 students rioting in Saigon over the election results, charging fraud, were dispersed by police using tear gas and rubber truncheons. Two newsmen trying to photograph the scene were also beaten. Howie Roberts, WCFL News. Weather in a word, sunny, 74 degrees at Marina City. In Washington, Senator John Sherman Cooper of Kentucky called on President Johnson today to yield to worldwide judgment and end the bombing of North Vietnam. Cooper and Illinois' junior Senator Charles Percy reopened the Vietnam debate in separate Senate statements. Percy said Johnson is attempting to discredit his critics by suggesting all are advocating unilateral U.S. withdrawal from South Vietnam. Percy said the president fails to understand that widespread dissent indicates something may be wrong with his policy rather than with his critics. In the nation's capital, Secretary of Defense McNamara indicated today he may back a Turkish proposal to locate atomic demolition mines along the Turkish frontier with the Soviet Union. Turkey's defense minister suggested the plan at the latest NATO nuclear planning meeting in Ankara. McNamara, returning from Ankara today, said the mines could not be considered provocative because they could be used only for defense. In Washington, a new president was set as the Supreme Court resumed today. Doris Bell was there. Thurgood Marshall was sworn in as the first Negro member of the United States Supreme Court today in the presence of the man who appointed him, President Johnson. Marshall, the great-grandson of a slave, took oath on a white leather Bible to administer justice without respect to persons and to do equal justice to the poor and the rich. He was sworn in to succeed retired Justice Tom C. Clark. Politically controversial issues of crime in the streets and the use or abuse of police in combating it will be the major decisions facing the Supreme Court in this new session. Therese Bell, Mutual News, the Supreme Court. President Johnson launched a new program today aimed at getting private industry to join with the federal government in finding jobs for hardcore unemployed. The program also would train thousands from the city slums and pockets of rural poverty. He proposed a national effort backed by $40 million in federal funds. In Nebraska, a tragedy involving a school bus loaded with children. With the story, Frank Lee. A school bus was torn apart today in a violent grade-crossing collision with a freight train near Waterloo, Nebraska, just outside of Omaha. Details are still sketchy, but unconfirmed reports from the scene say four are dead and nine injured have been taken to Omaha Children's Hospital. The crash reportedly involved a Waterloo public school bus and a 97-car Union Pacific freight train. A railroad spokesman says the train was doing about 48 miles an hour when it reportedly hit the right rear section of the bus, tearing out the last three or four rows of seats, with some pieces being thrown up to 50 feet from the scene. Frankly, mutual dues, Waterloo. In Maywood, a cord has brought Negro boycotting students back to classes at Proviso East High School. Dr. Norman Green, superintendent of the Proviso Township School District, talked of the agreement they arrived at. The uh, agreements reached, uh, we feel, are, um, are most acceptable to uh, both sides. And we feel that in the uh, long run, uh, the implementation of these agreements, uh, which places responsibility not only upon the school, but upon the Negro community as well. Very real responsibility for greater participation and greater interest in uh, school matters uh, will result in a much stronger Proviso East High School than we've ever had in the past. 
So it was back to school for all at Proviso East this morning. In Woodstock, Illinois, too, a meeting last night between the school board and the Woodstock striking teachers brought accord. They will hold a general election this day to seek a bargaining agent. The students will return to classes at Woodstock tomorrow morning. In Summit, Illinois, this morning, Charles Nash led two members of his family to safety after a fire swept their home at 7528 Hanover Road in Summit. However, his wife, 25-year-old Patricia, and his baby daughter, six-month-old Kimberly, perished in the flames. A neighbor, Mrs. Patricia Sutton, says the fire started apparently in the washroom. Well, we know it was in... It started, it must have started in the bathroom. Well, the bathroom is connected with the kitchen, too, you know, next to the kitchen. But the worst part of the fire was, was coming out of the bathroom. And uh, that's as far as we know, because it must have been in the bathroom for a long time, because uh, they said that uh, the walls, the... Um, plastic tile was all melted. One of three boys, Brian, also treated at the hospital from the effects of the blaze that killed Mrs. Nash and her infant daughter. WCFL News Time, five minutes past 12 noon. In Wilmette, Illinois, they're piecing together the story of the death of Robert Burkhart, whose body was found last Friday in a forest preserve in the Skokie Woods. The chief of police in Wilmette, Fred Stoker, says Richard Kay, the accused slayer, was given a lie test at the time of the Burkhart's boy disappearance last June, and he passed it. And then was given another lie test after the body was found. Yes, and the questions, of course, are much uh, different at that time than uh, they are or they were at this last uh, session. Chief Stoker says all the requirements of the law were met in taking a statement from Richard Kay that he was informed of all his rights. And what reason was given for the slaying chief? I can't really uh, answer that question meaningfully. Uh, his, his justification and his uh, motive uh, is outlined. However, it, it might not be uh, reason enough in most people's minds. Well, I think just a basic uh, trouble and uh, argument uh, is what it amounts to. A, a disagreement is more more of it than I can say of any... Uh, Else, a the gun found in Richard Kay's home is undergoing ballistic tests. Three men and a woman charged with murder and armed robbery in the fatal stabbing Saturday of a deaf mute on the near north side. The victim, 25-year-old Roy Oliver of 426 South Clark, scheduled to appear in felony court, 24-year-old James Dennis, Willie Lynch, and Gary Wilson of 1420 Bittner Street in Evanston, and 20-year-old Miss Mary B. Tabry of 11 West Huron. The victim was found in an alley, his throat cut. Tom Sheridan at City Hall says the Cook County Treasurer states he's found a million dollars. Edmund Kaharski reports his office has earned $1,097,000 since February of this year under a new program. Kaharski says he simply invests county funds on a short-term basis. We do get our tax collections in, uh, and while the bookkeeping is being done and the balancing of the books so that we're able to make distributions, the money has been invested from the time it was received in this office till that period. Our job primarily here is to collect the, the taxes and then to make distribution to the tax spending bodies. And I'm repeating once more, it's in this interim that the investments were made. They were made in uh, short-term uh, investments, treasury notes, uh, overnight or over a weekend. The Republican County Treasurer also explained that a new state law allows all earned income to revert back to the corporate fund. Kohaski estimates he will earn $2 million through this device during 1968, allowing his office to become virtually self-supporting.
reporting. He adds this will mean an additional break for Cook County real estate taxpayers. Tom Sheridan, WCFL News, County Building. In Rome, progressive clerics at the Synod of Bishops are demanding a more liberal and simple canon law for Roman Catholics. At the UN, one of the nations involved in the Mideast War, made some strong statements today, according to George Hamilton Combs at the UN. Israel must withdraw from Arab soil or a further explosion will occur in the Middle East. So declared the Foreign Minister of Jordan today in the General Assembly. He also said that signs of such an explosion could already be seen. As to the Israeli occupation of Jerusalem, he warned that if the Israelis did not comply with the UN resolution protesting any change in its status, Jordan and other states would ask the Security Council to impose economic sanctions or penalties on Israel. And he made it clear that the Arab position is simply no negotiations until withdrawal and compliance. George Hamilton Combs, Mutual News, UN. In Pittsburgh, more violence reported in the Pennsylvania and Ohio area in the labor dispute involving steel haulers in eight states. In New York, the stock market turned down today. At noon Eastern time, the Dow Jones averages showed 30 industrials down, 3.52, 20 rails up, 0.23, 15 utilities down, 0.04, 65 stocks down, 0.58. The total sales to noon Eastern time, 4,250,000 shares. In sports, Boston getting out the World Series bunting, getting ready for the opening of the series on Wednesday. Jose Santiago against Bob Gibson for the cards. There was someone who decreed that Boston would win the pennant, I heard earlier this week, and they did. Uh, the park being cleaned up today as the Boston fans are still celebrating the first pennant in some 20 years. This morning, Joe Adcock of Cleveland was given his walking papers. Alvin Dark hired to manage Cleveland next year. Here in Chicago, a park being worked on, too, as the Bears, victorious Sunday over Minnesota, 17-7, to move back to their winter home, Wrigley Field. Bill Martell, the assistant trainer to the Bears, says they came out of the game in good shape Sunday, even if he did lose five tearaway jerseys. WCFL weather mostly sunny today, a high in the lower 80s. Tonight fair, a low near 60. Sunny, continued warm tomorrow. Winds from the south, 13 miles per hour. Temperatures at the northwest suburb, 77. Southwest suburb, 78. Downtown at Marina City, 74. That's what's happening. Howie Roberts, WCFL News, standing by for the bodacious sunlit world of Dick Williamson. There wow. you go, and thank you, Jeff. Yeah. I-, I can't believe how long that newscast was uh, on a rock station of WCFL, the, owned by the Voice of Labor, but it brings back lots of memories for me in that newscast. Well, so. it was a noontime. See, so what, what they must have been doing, and they still got out earlier probably than WLS, because WLS had to run the Paul Harvey news block at noontime, and, you know, which was a 15-minute news show, and then probably they wanted to do some local before. So they probably got done in about 10 minutes and still had rock on. And they said, hey, we can do a little news here, and this will make the older folks happy and the housewives at their home. And we'll do and the guys driving around the salesmen. And we'll do this news. It will still be done before WLS, and we'll get our music going again uh, and still, you know, beat them. So I think that's probably why they did it at that time, you know. I don't but know that was an interesting newscast. Ahead, interesting Mike. to me, you know, 56 years ago, but how history repeats itself. I mean, same <laughs> yeah, issues yeah. in, same issues in. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, yeah. I, li- I like their news. I love the way they do that news. Uh, and uh, and those those people who did that news, they were on even when WCFL was a middle-of-the-road station, and they kept them on, and they, they were great news people. people and sports, mm-hmm. like Red Motlow did sports at WCFL, and they had uh, Wanda yep. Wells and Howie, Howie Roberts and uh, Jim Frank and a whole bunch of different news people. They all sounded great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were still hooked up with Mutual to get the, you know, get the national news, and that was good. That's true. 
All right, Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you. And, boy, this has been a pretty exciting radio show today. I really think that we, we did a pretty good job. At least I hope we did. Well, we're going to go something you know and love right back to New York Radio with WCBS, right? Yep. Uh, I, I love CBS when they did this uh, kind of rock uh, top 40 format. I, I am a New Yorker. I'm not going to deny it. And when I think of you, uh, Bill, I think of the, of the love that you have for your city of Indianapolis. And I love New York City. I don't want to live in the New York City because I can't afford to. But I do, uh, miss, I do miss the days when radio was good down there. Well, you're going to hear it right now, Jeff. All right. This week, on my classic air check segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to July 12th, 1971. And you're going to listen to radio station WCBS-FM in New York City. The radio announcer you're going to hear is Dick Birch. Dick Birch first came on the New York scene when he worked at WOR-FM. And then he worked at WCBS-FM in New York City. After leaving WCBS-FM in New York City when they went to the oldies format, he moved to Syracuse, New York. And worked at radio station WHEN-AM in Syracuse, New York. Moved to WNDR in Syracuse, New York. And finally moved to radio station WMAQ-AM in Chicago. Chicago, Illinois. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy Dick Birch on radio station WCBS-FM in New York City from July 12th, 1971, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. WCBS-FM, New York. Oh, boy. Mm, it's 12 after 6 in the morning. Mm, as we just sort of mm, trundle along our way. I, I'll, I'll read something to you here. It says, because of the power blackout. I don't know whether you uh, knew about the power blackout or not. But uh, here it is. Oh, by the way, that was Lighthouse. Because of the power blackout affecting parts of Upper Manhattan and Riverdale and the Bronx, there is no subway service on the uh, Independent A and AA trains north of 125th Street. Also, no service north. Mm, no service north of 96th Street on the Broadway IRT. Bronx trains, the double C, the D, and lines 2 and 3 are not affected. There you go. Minihan of Tokyo. What do you think? Minihan of Piki? Why all the time you make crock? Mm, there are Benihana restaurants on east of West 56th Street. Now there's a new one, the Benihana Paris. Uh, 15 West 44th Street. It's one of New York's most unusual restaurants.
you ask her? Hmm, this is Buffalo Springfield, uh, Mr. Soul. album peculiar friends the only kind of friends to have because let's face it they're fun it's a real thing in the back of your mind what you're hoping to find it's a real thing it's a real thing Sweet baby James, James Taylor, steamroller baby. A roller. Well, I'm a steamroller babe. That's a bad thing to have too, is a steamroller blues. It's 25 after 6. John Baldry, rock me when he's gone. Got the spoonful here for you. Did you ever have to make up your mind? Hmm? WCBS-FM, New York. It's 6.31 in news time. I'm Alan Burns, and here's more music with Dick Birch. Stones, wild horses. Yes. Nay. All right. It's 18 before 7 in the morning. Just uh, sitting here checking things out. Uh, you're wondering. Uh, the reason why I mentioned, you know, like in the morning is because a lot of people aren't sure just what time it is. But it definitely is morning. And that was out of the Stone Sticky Fingers album. For uh, New York today, supposed to be sunny and pleasant, high around 80, clearer and a little bit cooler tonight, low about 60 like that. So 67 degrees right now, Midtown Manhattan. You didn't get the time. It's 17, 17 minutes before 7. Us never ends. Eyes, 
and Vanilla Fudge on stage with Coke. Would you like some help with an event being sponsored by your group or organization? Well, all you have to do is send Stereo 101, the particulars, one week in advance, and we'll send you a crowd. <laughs> yes, we will. Even if we have to bring the people from right here at the station. Public Service Director is the one you want to send it to. CBS FM, 51 West 52nd Street, New York, 10019. WCBS. Liar, liar. Remember when you were a kid, you used to say, liar, liar, pants on fire. There was a song out like that uh, about three or four years ago. It's a pretty big record. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Oh, good grief. WCBS. 12, One more time. Simon. She looks an awful lot like Mick Jagger, right, with long hair. Carly Simon. It's out of her album, Carly Simon, One More Time. It's nine before seven. A lot of train hang-ups, and it's important to a lot of people, so... <clears throat> Here it comes. Uh, because of the power blackout affecting parts of Upper Manhattan and Riverdale and the Bronx, there's no subway service on the Independent A, the AA trains north of 125th Street. The Broadway IRT is fully restored. You don't have to sweat that one. Let's see. There's something else here. It says, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, transit, the transit Authority, the TA, says all service should be returning to normal by around 7 o'clock. And power is being gradually restored in Washington Heights, Riverdale, Van Cortland Park, and other affected areas. Okay, and the uh, Major Deegan Expressway exit over the Willis Avenue Bridge is closed because of an earlier fire. And it's supposed to open in a little while. Those are important things for people that are commuting, I guess. If you're not commuting, are you living in New York and you can walk? Well, why not enjoy east side luxury and pay west side prices? At the newly redecorated Seville Hotel, you can experience all the comforts of home, which will really blow your wife's mind. If you're not there, uh, fully fully air-conditioned rooms with large screen television sets start as low as $30 a week. Or you can take advantage of equally low daily rates. Enjoy the luxury of full hotel service. Relax in any of three restaurants on the premises. Daily maid service and 24-hour switchboard coverage are only two. Only two of the many extras at the Seville. Complete cooking facilities are available for only $5 per week extra. You can live in style at prices you can afford to pay. Why don't you stop by and just see for yourself. The Seville Hotel is located on Madison Avenue at the corner of 29th Street, or if you want, here's the number to call. 532-2960. Let's hear it again, Dick. Yes. 532-2960. Okay, stop that. It's 532-2960 on the fashionable East Side. It's the Seville Hotel, Madison Avenue and 29th Street. Helps to get my blood going. On the table. These are the doors. Riders on the storm. Not supposed to have any of that today. It's supposed to be pretty nice. High of 84. Sunny and pleasant. Just like I am this morning. Sunny and pleasant. <laughs> you sickening, you creep dick. Well, thank you very much for that, dick. It's two before seven, dick. And the Beatles. We can work it out. WCBS. 
WCBS FM, New York. Have you heard the news today? Oh, boy. It's 7 o'clock in news time. I'm Alan Burns. Here's more music with Dick Birch. Nobody with the Doobie Brothers, 10 minutes after 7 at CBS FM. I'm Buffalo Dick here with you. I had a day of 84. I was just looking in the paper this morning, which I do every morning in here, going through the... Uh, the movie section, and after I finish looking at some of the things like all of the porno things, it says Tempting, Tempest, and and 12 Girls Live on Stage and all that stuff. I was looking up here and saw this joke, and there are these two old people there. Oh, they look like they're in their 80s. And the guy is saying to his wife, all right, Emily, so you burned your bra today, so what? After seven, four tops. Ooh, ooh, baby, I need all of your love. Guess I'm another typically greedy male. Need all your loving. Fourteen after seven. CBS FM. Little Carpenters. Rainy days. Mondays always get me there. Me Give me downs. Rainy days, Mondays, 18 after 7 at CBS FM. I think the uh, Transit Authority, the IRT thing is fully restored. We had a power blackout, in case you didn't know about that. Uh, sometime this morning, I think it was around 3 o'clock. And uh, Major Deegan Expressway exit over the Willis Avenue Bridge is closed because of an earlier fire. It's supposed to open in a little while. These are very important things, otherwise I wouldn't read them. Because I, I hate to even read traffic things. I hate traffic. The lift and whistle. Well, there you go. Buffalo Dick Birch has heard on radio station WCBS-FM in New York City from July 12, 1971. When Dick Birch moved to Syracuse, New York at WHEN, he was a bit controversial, and a lot of the older people didn't like his kind of sense of humor. It wasn't just the Dick Birch show. It was Sweet Dick in the Morning on WHEN, but he sure garnered great ratings for the radio station. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. First of all, I really don't know how to make a video like this. This is going to be a tribute video to the long raised radio broadcaster, the legend Dave Wills. I'm so saddened by his passing. I listened to him from around 2012 up to current time. I would listen to him at work. For the longest time, I had a little radio that would sit next to my bed and that's how I would listen to raised games at night before bed when I didn't have cable. He was my only way in in to listening to Ray's games and I'm just so saddened and absolutely shocked about his passing. So here's a tribute video guys. Any money I make on this video, I don't know if it's gonna you know make a good amount, but if it does, I'm going to make sure I do something with this money to uh, honor him. I'm not just going to spend it on myself. I will take any money earned from this video and use it to honor Dave Wills the right way. Stay tuned for that. I promise I will make some kind of update video as long as it's like a good amount of money. Obviously, if it's like $2, it's like, okay. Anything, maybe like $100 plus, I will find a way to honor him. Thank you guys so much for watching. Rest in peace. Dave Wills. The 3-2 pitch from Papelbon. Swung on and hit well. Deep right center field. Back out of Coco Crisp. To the wall. Gone! Welcome to the team, Dan Johnson. As he takes Jonathan Papelbon out, and the Rays have tied the game at four here in the ninth. 
Now the 0-1 to Lowry on its way. Swing it ground ball to second. This should do it. Hockey has it. Takes it to second himself. This improbable season has another chapter to it. The Rays are going to the World Series. Two from Wade. Swing and a drive. Down the right field line. To the corner. It's gone. Are you kidding me? Dan Johnson with two strikes. Two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Has just hit it out. And the Rays are tied at seven. There's still life. Into it. One-two pitch lifted in the air to center field. Back out of his Springer. Still going back to the wall. It's gone. Randy Arozarena runs into one. Two balls, two strikes, the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. As he comes send his first pitch to Guriel. is grounded back up toward the middle. Could it be two? Lau has it to second out. Throw to first. One pitch. A double play and they get out of it. In San Diego. The pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Colors hold to the belt in the pitch. Swing and he drives one into center field. Back out of the Springer. Still going back to the wall. It's gone. The Rays take advantage of the Astros' miscue. Drifting over, Margot into foul territory near the sidewall. Makes the catch. Flips over the wall. Did he hold on? Yes, he did. What a catch. So far here this afternoon, the 2-1. Here's a swing and a ground ball to third. Diving stop by Wendell. Gets up. Fires. And it was just in time for the out. But Anderson hasn't been throwing strikes on the first pitch here. Has swung out and lifted. Right center field. Kiermaier going back at the track. Makes the catch and the Rays win. Oh, my. Everybody exhale. Now the righty ready. The runners leading at the corners of the pitch. Here's a swing and a grounder towards short. Could be two. Willie flips the second out. Turn to first. Double play. The longer you go here, the closer you get to the top of the order again. With first and second, the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. Hey, struck him out. Bregman goes down. And Fairbanks finally takes care of an Astro here. Runners lead the 0-1 on its way to Wendell. Swing and a drive to the gap in right center. On the run, the right fielder. Betsy can't get in. It's going to go all the way to the wall. Choi will score. Here comes Margot flying around third. He will score as well on a two-run double by Joey Wendell. It's 3-0 Rays. The 3-2 pitch on its way here, and it's a swing and a miss. He struck him out. Tough work in this inning going to 3-2 and two on every hitter, and the pitch to Smith on its way. Swung on and missed strike three. Another oppo taco, if you will, for Brandon Lau. Staying in the baseball again, and they had that one extra bit get for breakfast this time. One and two to count. Fairbanks ready. And the pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Two and one to count to Smith. Big pitch coming up here from Fairbanks. It's on its way. Swing and a line drive. Caught by Wendell at third. A bullet, but Wendell in the right spot again makes the catch and there's two gone. How many times have we seen that? The lefty ready. The pitch on its way. Strike three called. 95 right down the middle. He caught Bellinger looking, and the Dodgers are put away here in the eighth. I'd like it to get a little closer here. Here's a swing and a drive. Right center field. Back at it goes. Betts to the wall. Get out of here. It's gone. Randy Arozarena on the first pitch he sees here in the fourth inning has just gone oppo, and the Rays are on the board. It's 2-1. to one. Now the pitch on its way. 
swing and a miss. He struck him out. So he does get Muncy. As Anderson comes set and the pitch with the base is full. Line toward right. Diving attempt by Lau and it's off his glove. It's going to score a couple of runs. Seager scores. Turner scores. They get the out at third as they track down Bellinger as he tried to go first to third. There's a swing and a drive to right field and deep. Back to the wall and when this one lands, we are tied. Kevin Kiermaier with his second homer of the World Series. His third home run this postseason. It's 6-6 six to six here in the seventh. And the pitch on the way. Swing, line drive, right center. It's a base hit. Kiermaier around third. He scores the tying run to third base and being waved home and falling down. And now they've got a cup between third and home. The ball gets away. In the score, Rosarena. The Rays have won. There's your Dan Johnson moment. Oh, my. They're trying to catch him in the outfield, and they can't. That has got to be one of the most unlikely endings to a World Series game in the history of baseball. The Rays have won it 8-7 on a base hit by Phillips and a comedy of errors by the Los Angeles Dodgers. And this World Series is tied at two games apiece. The 1-2 from the Planahan on its way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Over at second base. The pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out and what a start for Shane McClanahan. Swing and a line drive in the center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Hernandez tries to cut it off, and he does. A Rosarena on his way to third. Now Hernandez drops the ball. Here's the throw to the plate. He is safe. And the Rays take a 1-0 lead as Kike Hernandez out there in left center field. Devers charging. Throws on the run. Safe at first base, they say. Pavetta ready with a 3-2 pitch to Randy. Swing and a drive. Deep to left field. This one is way out of here. Randy Rosarena with his first of 2021. Here's another 0-2 pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. So here's our pitch. Here's a swing and a pop-up. Will it stay in play? Zanino over toward the on-deck circle. Has a play. Makes the catch. And there's out number two. With a 1-2. Swing and a fly ball down the right field line. Margot crossing over into foul territory. He gets there to make the catch. And the Rays win. Rays win. Rays win. They take game one of this best of five. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.